and then maybe restart? No, nah, it's okay. I think this is the best we're going to get. All right, what kind of computer are you on? Great question. Is it, a, um, is it an Apple? No, it's an HP. Holy smokes, our second <laughs> HP. I'm not into technology. I just got an iPhone, and I don't like it. I'm an Android person. Why'd you, why'd you what? get the iPhone? It was a Christmas gift. So. Are you returning it? And I wanted to, but actually, because uh, of COVID, all the Verizon stores were closed, so I got stuck with it. She could have sold it. Uh, Andrea. <laughs> oh, her Android? No, she could have sold the iPhone and kept the Android. Oh. Could have. Andrea, I'm Sevon. I don't think we've ever met before, right? I don't know. Met a lot of people over the years, so maybe, maybe not, but nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you. Do you know Brian? Have we you have met, met. We've met. But, uh, we I have. Think, I don't know where. But yeah, I can't remember either. And it, just, just briefly, just small conversation. Yeah. Rich Froning, Chase Hill, Taylor Williamson, and Andrea Nistler with one S are all on the 2021 team that won the CrossFit Games. It's called the Affiliate Cup now again. Shit, yeah. the Affiliate Cup. Thank you, Brian. And uh, it, it's, it's, it's a remarkable feat on so many levels. Obviously, the competition's freaking insane. And But the fact that you guys just came together as a team and this is your first year um, and that there are the rules that you guys all have to live in the same closet for a number of months in order to call yourself a team the whole thing is remarkable um and uh congratulations and thanks for coming on yeah thank you um before we start um i want to this is to, to, uh, it, it's weird how i got on this this thought but um th have you ever do you where do you live andrea so after the games i moved back to minneapolis and is that home for you is that that's where you were born? Mm -hmm. And how close yeah. is Minneapolis to the Canadian border? I don't know. It's probably like an eight-hour drive. I've never been how, there. So. Oh, okay. How close is it to like Fargo? <laughs> also never been there. I don't know. Okay. So it could be probably 10 like hours six or hours? 15. No, hours. it's okay. less than that. We border. Do, do you know why I'm border. asking? No. Oh, okay. We'll get to that in a second. Okay. So in California, that's where I live. There's there we have a ton of seagulls on the beach, like a shitload of seagulls. And there's this unspoken rule that like if you're at a beach with a lot of people, or if you're anywhere where there's a lot of people, and it's kind of like this in the city too, like in San Francisco or New York or wherever, that you don't feed the birds if there's other people around. And the reason why is is if you're feeding seagulls at the beach, they'll come by the thousands. So literally, there'll be no seagulls in the air. You'll throw a piece of bread in the air. A seagull will see it from somewhere, and they'll come and they'll start being everywhere. And do you know why you don't want seagulls around, Brian? You can answer too. Does, do you guys know why? I think it's better if we don't answer. They're giant fucking birds that take giant shits. And they'll start mobbing everyone's like areas where they're sitting and they just fucking ruin everything. Now, I actually like seagulls. They're amazing birds. They're huge. They're beautiful. They have cool beaks. They have that little orange dot on them. They're awesome. But you don't want them around when you're at the beach because they shit on everything. And so there's this, there's this, uh, there's these cities all over the United States 
where people with a certain ideology are basically feeding the fucking seagulls. And they're exacerbating the problem and making it so fucking bad. And one of those cities is Portland. The people there run that city that make it, but they don't feed seagulls. They feed zombies. And so have you ever been to Portland, Andrea? I maybe once for a business trip years ago, but it's a complete in the last five years. It's turned into a complete fucking shithole because the people who run that city, all they do 24 seven is feed zombies and zombies are just ruining the city. And what are zombies? People who are addicted to fentanyl, heroin. They're on the streets fucking everywhere. Stealing is now okay there as long as it's under $950. You're allowed to light buildings on fire. In Seattle, they took over three fucking blocks. They took over a police station. And there's people there who like think that's cool. And it's fuck, just completely fucking up the city. And I just thought the seagulls was like a perfect metaphor for it. I was like, those are the same. There's people in our cities who are feeding the zombies and making these and destroying these cities. Stop fucking feeding the zombies. Your ideology is feeding the zombies. But how I got to this is that city, Portland, is sitting in a state. And I heard you say that state's name. Could you say that state's name for me? Oregon? Oh, you said it. There you go. I was watching I your interview. I was watching your interview where you and Taylor and Haley Adams and the um the youngest uh female froning, I think she's the youngest female froning. Lakeland? Yeah. We're sitting in front of a camera and I heard you say I heard you say a bunch of words and I'm like, What is up with this girl? Where is she from? And and I just assumed you were from I thought you were gonna say you were from Fargo. And why do I think Fargo? Because I watch T V sometimes and you have an uh uh you say you say yeah, you say I say Oregon and you said Oregon. Or you said it you said it very different. And I rewound it like five times. I'm like, Wow, she's we we're like from we speak different English. Yeah, I mean, the Minnesota accent's pretty weird. Uh, it also might be me just changing words because I don't really know what the words are. It's okay. It, like it makes you very friendly. No one likes how I say bag. Bag? Yeah. Can you say cupboard? Cupboard? Oh, yeah, that's how my wife says it too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I love it when my wife says it because it it's always gives me a few minutes for my stand-up routine to make fun of her. <laughs> ha. It, Northern. <laughs> um, are you excited that you won? Is it like, holy shit, we did it? Or is it kind of like, duh? Uh, it's a weird mix of feelings. Like, I know I should be really happy. I am happy. But also, like, I wanted that fight for the podium, I guess, too, that we're used to. Um, so I guess mixed emotions after it. Um, I mean, it really... That was obviously the goal. Uh, I'd love to do it again. I'd like to see maybe less affiliate cup, more super teams again. But um, I guess long story short, yeah, I'm happy. If you got on a team with Brian and I, if you and Taylor got on a team with Brian and I, it would be a hell of a fight. You'd have to carry the whole fucking team. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen either of you work out. So I, I guess no, I'm um, telling you. not going to put you down it. first, but yeah. If he, if, if, you get frustrated quick. <laughs> it's um it, it's kind of a weird situation because everyone th- there was a lot of hype around you and Taylor 
and just that the, the powerhouse and just how much you were bringing to that team and that like you know it's always been said that the team is you know either won or lost by the by the women but then at the same time you you have the a guy who's arguably you know the biggest star in crossfit on your team um what was that uh like did you did you feel like that you guys got the notoriety or the attribution for your contribution that you guys deserved um, I don't think we really went in looking for that at all. Um, it is nice to be recognized. Um, and I think being on a team with Rich kind of helped uh, propel that. Uh, I mean, I understand, Reverend, it's Rich Froning. I mean, you're always going to have fanboys, fangirls for him. And living in his shadow is something we're super fine with. But also, um, he does a great job also giving us the um, props for doing things for the team as well. Like he doesn't I, take all the credit. Right. He lets you guys, I, I noticed he was a, uh, a gentleman at the um, award ceremony. He had you guys go up first. Yeah. So stuff like that, or he'll, um, he'll put us in front for like a, an interview knowing that they want to ask him the question and maybe on the off chance, they'll ask one of us instead. <laughs> Does, did that ever happen? Did they ever ask you a question? A few times. Um, I'd rather they didn't, but yeah, a few times. Oh, you're oh, really? a great speaker. That that yeah, you're you're very confident in the camera. I'm surprised that you don't like that. Uh, confidence, something I've never heard before. Awkward, though. I've heard that a handful of times. So I can't believe how confident she is. What do you mean confident? She's awkward as fuck. <laughs> Uh, yep. <laughs> in 2000, in 2020, um, I was watching, I was just digging through all sorts of videos of yours last night. In 2020, um, event two of the CrossFit Games, which I didn't pay attention to the CrossFit Games, I guess, very closely in 2020, you front squatted 287 pounds. I don't remember. Was that, yep. Sounds was that, was that your PR then? Um, it's probably close. I don't really know. That was all a blur. I didn't take it very seriously, and we just kind of got through it. But maybe. And why is that? Why is that? Why didn't you take it seriously? I don't know. Um, I didn't really want to do it, but obviously that was the only option, so I did it. Um, I don't like individual stuff, so I wasn't too hyped. But there is the off chance I could still win some money, so we went we went ahead with it. Uh, so I didn't really, I didn't really take the time like I should have, or really remembered it. Why don't you like individual stuff? I don't know. It's because I think I'm not afraid to let myself down, but I am afraid to let a team down. And But that, that's so not like the only time. Bad. You do some individual okay. competitions occasionally. When I'm forced or when there's maybe some money. Have that's it. it. Haven't you done the, the Granite Games a bunch of times? I did that, in, well, technically individually twice. That was my first competition ever. But then also, I think a few years ago, I did that individually because they denied our team. So. <laughs> so, so, yeah. so, so doing the team competition is facing your fear. Is that what you're saying? And doing it's the individual really comes kind fear. of easier for you? No, it's just that I don't really mind if I let myself down. So like if I did an individual workout and did really bad, um, I don't really feel bad for myself. But if I let the team down... I feel horrible, so I try harder, I guess, with a team. 
Boy, some 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 part of me is is uh, having trouble believing this. But we'll get to the bottom of this. We'll get to the bottom of this. And on January 29th in 2000, on January 29th in 2021, I forget what the competition is because I didn't take the notes down. But you made a post. You obviously did an individual competition, and you said in that post, "I never thought I'd do another individual comp," and that caught me so off guard. Because it almost seems like everyone else, or at least my stereotype, is is that people go to the teams to for less pressure for um, because they're avoiding the discomfort of individual. But I'm almost feeling like I'm hearing the opposite from you. That like the teams bring the best out of you, and you go there because it is um, more uncomfortable, and that and it brings the best. Uh, out of yeah. You. So that I forgot, I did one in Texas beginning of the year um i guess it's not the discomfort like usually the team workouts are actually easier i don't like that i wish they would make them harder but um it's just you become really good friends with these people so it just happens because you're spending so much time together so it's almost like you know like when you're a kid you just didn't want to disappoint your parents you didn't want to let them down you wanted to like do good so it's the same kind of feeling of wanting to like wanting my team to rely on me knowing they can right um let me ask you a real superficial question uh don't you think you would get more accolades and more money and more attention and more recognition if you went individual i mean you're uh, you're you're a freak you're kind of a freak of nature i mean you're 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 extraordinarily talented thanks sorry about my dog um Bad dog. No, it's He's okay. Barking. Yeah. Um, we can't hear your dog because there's a fan oh. at Brian's house that drowns out everything else. That's great. <laughs> um, I don't really care about like the media attention. I hate social media. Um, I have an Instagram because I was forced to get one at one point, and I remember to post every like couple weeks maybe. So um, it's not really for like the notoriety on social media platforms. The money thing, mostly would be why I do it. But I think on team this year, there is a better chance of me winning more money there. Plus I like having friends when we do stuff. It's nice to like redline with people. They're going through the same thing as you individuals, just this like empty, vast sadness. You're just alone. You're suffering alone. It's so nice to look to your right. And there's someone there doing the same thing. How old are you, Andrea? I'm 32. That's the other thing. I'm old. So. I don't want to compete. I I work out with Haley all the time, and I know what it's like to get my ass kicked every single day. I don't want that either. Well, well, but uh, Haley, Haley lost to a woman who's 35 this year at the Games, and another who's 32. Who's 35? Kristen Holta. Oh, good for her. I did not know that. Yeah. Did she retire, Brian? Did I see she retired? She did. She did. I consider wow. Kristen Holta kind of like uh, in the sport of CrossFit of, of the consummate professional. Maybe similar to Andrea. She doesn't like a lot of attention on her, but she just shows up every year and gets and does very, very well. So so going back to the 287-pound front squat, so you did that in 2020 at the, at the CrossFit Games um, event number two, but there is a remarkable video on your Instagram, which you, which you hate in Instagram, I do. Sorry, you guys pause for a second there, too. So if I just look stupid sitting here and you ask a question, everything paused for like a hot 30 seconds. No one looks stupid on our show. When the host has the lowest IQ of anyone who's on the show, you 
That's the cool part about this show. Anyone like a Smurf could come on here and look smart. Um, <laughs> you, you, but, but after that, um, you did a 300 pound front squat. Is that your PR? Hmm. Yes, that one is. I know that one for sure. Cause that was pretty recent. Yeah. That's, um, in, that's incredible. It felt good. That's like a number, you know, you always have those like numbers you want to hit. That was one of them. Yeah, it, it's uh, it, it it's kind fun. of remarkable, and and you put on that extra thirteen pounds in a year, and you and you're an old lady. You're thirty two. Yes, I don't, I don't know. Part of it too is like when you work out at the barn, for some reason you feel this pressure. Um, so I I remember that day as being like, I don't know, it was a big dudes group, and they were all front squatting, and you're like cheering each other on, high fiving, inflating egos. Um, and I kind of wanted to be like, screw you guys. I'm going to go do this and PR. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's insane. Could you do, can you, once you do something like that, um, can you do it again? Like, like later on today, could you just go front squat 300 pounds? Is that a challenge? Why? Well, no, try. no, ma'am. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to try now. Be, because um, it's not, it's maybe. not like that with a snatch, right? Like you could set a PR with a snatch and you could not see it again for a month, right? A month? Try like three years. Okay, three years. Yeah. So is, is, is a front squat different? Is it easier to get that front squat again? I think so because you can do it with crap form. So that's why I like squatting. Also, any power movements like deadlifting. You don't need to have this precise form. You can just kind of grunt through it, uh, risk your body parts to get the weight up, and usually you're fine. Are, like are you in- Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, but a snatch, you catch that just a little bit off and everything goes to shit. Right. Well said. And and then, and then your back squat, you have a 310 back squat by five. Sounds right. I suppose. <laughs> I, I don't. If I had a 310 pound back squat by one, I would have a t-shirt made. Um <laughs> It's also fascinating, and a lot of people are going to think this is dumb, but it is fascinating that it's interesting that you could do 310 pounds by by five with the bar. I don't know. I don't know how thick your neck is, but let's say five or six inches thick, but five or six inches behind the position of the front squat. It's just kind of it's just kind of amazing how important the, the midline is, right? I mean, it really lets you know, like, hey, shit, you get something on the midline. And not that it necessarily makes you that much stronger. It's only 10 pounds, but it's by five. Yeah, I guess to, I don't know, back squat just seems easier because you're not, it's easy. I don't know. Tell me. I don't know. Tell I, me. I don't know details. Tell me. I just tell me. my back really hurts when I front squat. And when I back squat, it doesn't hurt. So it's easier to do more weight. That makes sense because it's just it's because yeah. it's pulling you forward the whole time, right? And it's just crushing yeah, your core and your that. spine. And, and if you kind of turtle it up, that's never good. <clears throat> what is your max back squat? Mm, it's like three fifty-five. Damn, crazy. So, yeah, <laughs> I like squatting. It's I wish I liked running or something like that. It doesn't come up very often, but squatting it is. It is something that I <clears throat> like. Back squatting never is in a metcon. Or hardly ever. Was that the games this year for us? But yeah, that was actually a treat. You're right. I can't think of one time. I, I don't ever remember seeing it on .com. I don't really look at .com, so I don't know. And me neither. Um, okay. <laughs> 
Um, maybe that's why I don't see it on there. Okay, Andrew. So you're born in Minneapolis. You're born in Minneapolis, and that's like some. Is that where you're born? Yeah, St. Paul, that, Minneapolis. Same thing. And, and that's some city in the middle. Is that by Kansas? Because we interviewed Jacob <laughs> Hepner yesterday. It's not by Kansas, but um, oh, okay. uh, it's kind of by Madison, where everything just was. It's I only like know. It's you really know four hour, four or five hour drive, maybe from Madison. Yeah, it was like four hours. Um, we had a lot of. I mean, Minneapolis has been on the on the news in the last year or two. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right, yeah, Minneapolis, Minneapolis. That's where George Floyd had the run in with the police. Yep. Um, so you're born in Minneapolis, and uh, are you raised there? Were you raised there? You're 32 years old, and you're back there. <laughs> so that's always been home for you. Yeah. Um, the only time I've left is for like college or CrossFit. So yeah. And where did and where did you go to college? Oh, I went to college in Iowa, so not very far away. Wow, big job. Drake where, University. And, Drake University. Yeah. And uh, do you have siblings? I do. Um, <laughs> we are very different. I have a younger brother who is getting his PhD in biochemistry. Um, and then you got me who just does exercising. So is he, is he younger than you? Yeah, he's two years younger than me. And a lot, lot smarter. Don't and, and, not, and not as strong and a lot, lot weaker. No, gosh. No, he doesn't work out. So very different. <laughs> and um, did your parents work out? Did you come, did your, were your parents athletes? <laughs> so my parents weren't really into CrossFit per se until I bought a gym. My mom's still not so much. That's fine. She still supports it. My dad has gotten really into it. He's 65. He's killing it. About to get his first bar muscle up. Front squatting over 210 pounds. Wow. I love hearing so, that. There's actually a, kinda, my neighbor, he's, he's been asking me about the gym a lot, and he's 62, and he's like, you're sure? You're sure I'm not too old to start? I tell him, I'm like, no way, man. Come on in. That's why I wish kind of like the age group divisions got more uh, notoriety for what they do. I saw a picture yesterday on uh, Instagram of the 65-plus division for the men. Like, holy crap. If you're 65-plus and you're that jacked, good for you. Yeah, those like men are beautiful. Yeah. That should be a commercial. I saw that photo too. That should be like a commercial for something. It 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 was um it almost didn't even look real, right? Yeah. Those yeah, guys they, are fit. And they look so happy and vibrant and mm-hmm. yeah, that was an incredible it, it, it's on it was on Do you remember the Instagram account? I don't. I think I reposted but I know it in my story. I sent it to my dad. Yeah. Yeah, so that's just awesome. I mean, I know I feel the aging effects just being 32. Like, it's harder for me to get my knees warmed up, harder for my back. I can barely sit on the toilet without hurting. But, like, they're 65 and doing this, so that says something about CrossFit. That makes me feel happy that you say you have trouble sitting on the toilet without hurting because I wake up every morning and I'm stiff as a board. But by the time the podcast starts, I'm ready to go. I think my, my alarm went off really loud this morning, and I jumped out of bed so quickly that I think I tweaked my back. But I'm 49. Yeah, I have to. Um, in the mornings, I always have to walk down the stairs backwards because my Achilles hurt so bad. I don't think that's normal, but maybe it is. Maybe there's people out there that have to do that too. I walk down the stairs. <laughs> there, that's our yeah. first. That's our first really deep thing that we've uncovered. 
Andrea Nistler walks down the stairs backwards in the morning. Um, so, and by the way, I hear how proud you are of your dad, um, that he's working out. And for any parents out there who are listening, all of us kids are like that. Even though I'm 49, I can't tell you how proud I am of my mom. I'm more proud of my mom that she works out and does CrossFit at 77 than like, I'm, I'm as proud of her as I am of, of my, my little boys achieving their highest achievements. I mean, it's like so cool. And it, it's a giant stress relief to know your dad's taking care of himself too, isn't it? Yeah, it's cool. And I know like their um, age group, they weren't, they didn't grow up with fitness uh, front and center like we have it. It's not, it wasn't readily available. So for them to kind of switch that mindset later on in life, is pretty cool. I've told this, uh, I've told this story, I think before, but I took my dad to the CrossFit Games in 2016 and he'd known that I'd been doing CrossFit for a while, but never had much curiosity. But when he saw the master's divisions competing, because uh, back then they were also earlier in the week, uh, and saw men his age out there doing all these kinds of crazy things or in his mind that were crazy things, uh, it did, it did motivate him to, to change the way that he exercises. Uh, yeah. it, it's it's funny when I when I watch videos of you, you're so cantankerous and you're and you're you're pretty amped up. But this morning we got a definitely a more docile uh, version of Andrea Nistler. But we'll get her wound up. Don't worry, people. I'll say something. I'll say. Something I don't know what that first up. word means, but um, cantankerous. I don't really know what it means yeah. either. It's like, it, but it, but it sounds good, right? Let me. I'm Wait, what do you mean wound up? I guess I'm confused. I didn't. Uh, let's see, cantank. Let's see if I can spell it right. Let's see if I got. Let's see. Here we go. Bad tempered, argumentative, and uncooperative. Shit, that's not exactly what I meant. <laughs> Rich is Rich is if Rich listens, he might disagree. He might say, "There it is. That's the uh, word." <laughs> that that is the word. Um. So so are, are your parents? Um. Were your parents born in Minneapolis too? Is that is that are your roots there? No, they were actually born in uh, small towns around Madison. So I always like going back to the games because I get to see my grandma, uh, aunts and uncles. It's kind of like a little family reunion. Let's see what crazy things Andrea's up to type stuff. So, nope, Wisconsin. And, and does your um, do, are there people in your family or, or people in your circle who think what you do is crazy and dangerous? Or have you already gotten rid of all those people? <laughs> I mean, I have noticed that most of my friends now are CrossFitters, and I mean, it's, it is what it is. So there's definitely people who um, who still think it's a little silly or that maybe um, trying to get big as a female isn't really ideal. Um, I've more or less shut them out at this point, yeah. I mean, You're always going to find those people. There are – I want to say one thing about you being big. You are you are not big, Um it, one of the trippy things about how strong you are is that you don't have, you see a lot of strong girls on Instagram outside of the CrossFit community and they have big old mandibles and big old jaws and they, and they, they, they just, they don't look like girls anymore so much like your traditional girls. You still look like a girl. By that, yeah. I mean, you haven't developed, um, and you, actually you don't see it in the CrossFit community even. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like you don't have a lot of muscle on you, but I mean, you're very feminine still. In, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the traditional sense that you – I just feel like if you see someone back squatting 310 by 5, whether they're a man or a woman, um, the men start to not – they look more like gorilla and the women start to look more like men. 
Maybe that's an evolutionary um, step yeah, backwards. Are women more evolved than men? And so if they take a step backwards, they look like men. Absolutely. And if men take a step backwards, yes. they look like gorillas. Yes, <laughs> that's obvious. But um, I also think it helps that CrossFit does drug tests. So, um, I mean, it's kind of a barrier to entry there where other sports that don't. I mean, it's kind of a free-for-all. Right. So that probably you- helps with that look. Right. Were you tested mid-year at all? Does the does the Mayhem Empire team get tested mid-year? Yeah. So there's a list of us two that are on that uh, tested list, and they randomly will come have someone watch you pee throughout the year. How yeah. do they do? How do they do that with girls? I, I've talked to a lot of boys about it. Obviously, they can just like stare at your penis, and like they can see where the pee's coming out of. How do they do that with girls? Like, like, like. You're, are you hovering and then you just hold a cup under you? Like, how do they, how do they know you're not cheating? Like, what if you had like a tube running down your back through the, your butt crack and you were just like pouring pee into it? I mean, I guess you could be doing that. Um, you would have had to work at the games. You would have had to work out with that on your back because they take you straight from the last workout to drug testing. So wow, that would be, hard. be a risky move. That'd be um, a hell of a contraption. Yeah. So, I mean, they awkwardly watched me take my pants down. And then I just stand there for a minute while she looks at me to make sure it's real. Um, I don't know. And then, yeah, I just hover over a toilet. So I guess in theory you could, yeah. So, so know, not only do you not have to, in prison. do you have, um, do you have pee anxiety when someone's sitting there watching you? No, no. no. Um, I'm always, I try to be the first one in, first one to pee, fill the cup all the way up, get out of there. Oh yeah, that's nice. That's how I would be yeah. too. Like, get this the fuck over. Because there's some people in there who are in there for hours, right? Like just oh, the people won't come yes. out. Actually, Rich was one of them. He, um, the first time he tried peeing this past year after the games, he filled the cup up maybe this much, and then he just had to sit out on a couch holding his pee cup while his body made more pee. So, poor oh Rich. god. <laughs> and you can't drink water, right? You can. Yep. You can oh, drink you water. can. Mm-hmm. You can actually have alcohol too. We didn't know this till Dubai. This uh, whenever they had it last, that helps you pee a lot. So in that situation, years. do you feel bad for Rich, or do you guys make fun of him? Oh, that's hilarious! I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> do you tell him you should tell him to do this to his penis? Rub it back and forth in his hand like okay. Play-Doh. That makes the pee come out really fast. Now we're getting weird, but yeah. Now, um. So um. So, so you're, you're, you're raised in, you're raised in Minneapolis. Oh, you said you owned a gym. What gym do you own? So I own the gym, but I'm not the affiliate owner. Just going to make that real clear here. Okay. Um, cause that's the rules for team. Uh, yeah, I own Timberwolf Fitness in Minneapolis. Oh, okay. And that's why you made the post that it was sad for you to leave because that's your, your home gym and you've invested so much into it. And that was sad to leave that. Yeah. Um, it's just, that makes that's my community. I've been part of this community now for like six years. I bought the gym maybe two years ago from the other owner and yeah, it's like my family. And does Taylor live near you? No, she lives in Knoxville. So also in Tennessee. But you guys are homies. Yes. So she recently moved to Tennessee for PA school, Um, but she lived in Iowa before that. So very confusing. It's like a little CrossFit hose moving around. And, and how many years have you guys been on the same team together? Well, if you count 2020, this would be year four. So four years. Yeah. And it's been so fun. You guys- she DMs me randomly one night 
out of the blue, wondering if I wanted to ever team with her. And it's been a paradise ever since. So wait a second. You didn't know her and you get this DM from a girl named Taylor Williamson and she's like, yo, I'm Taylor. You want to go on a team together? We kind of knew of each other. So back in that day, we knew each other. I knew her as shaved head girl and she knew me as purple hair girl. So she had a shaved head and I had purple hair before we were teammates. And I don't know, we competed against each other like Granite Games. So yeah, I went with shaved head girl. And and did she um did she have a team picked out for you guys to go to when she asked you to go to come on a team with her? She was already on OC three at the time, and they just needed one more female. So I guess that was kind of their last ditch effort. I was not their first choice, but um, I really? think I was like their third choice. Well, yeah. they got lucky with the that the first okay. two said no. I think. Sure. Thank you. Um, who was their first choice? Do you know? I honestly don't remember. Was it like Tia? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I, I don't know. I we'll take remember, Tia, Annie, and if we can't get them, we'll get Andrea Nisler. Yeah, she sucks, but she'll be okay. Am I saying your name right, Andrea Nisler? You actually are, yeah. Okay, surprised. good. Good job. Thank, thank you. I'm surprised, too. So um, so then, so then, you're you're in Minneapolis, and, you gr- and you're growing up there. What did you do as a kid? What was what was childhood like? Did you Were you in sports right away? Did your parents get you into, like... Yeah, uh, I played a lot of softball growing up. That was my main sport, um, and swimming. So um, we grew up on lakes. Like my parents live on a lake. We had a cabin. Um, lots of outdoorsy things. I was kind of happy to see that kayak show up. Done a lot of kayaking here. And uh, I could see, I could see softball. I don't know. I don't know much about softball, but I could see softball not being like a big running. Like you guys probably didn't do a ton of running and softball, but in swimming, that should have helped build your metabolic capacity up quite a bit, right? How many years did you swim? I swam for probably like 10, 11 years. So it's kind of like riding a bike. Once you learn it when you're young, like you'll never forget. It's great. Trying to learn it as an adult. I've seen like CrossFitters trying to get into that. It's rough. I'm so happy I had that. Uh, Because of the breathing, the breathing patterns, learning how to breathe or? I honestly don't know. It just... Watching adults try to do this is just horrendous. It's they just try to, I don't know, survive. It looks like survival rather than swimming. Like just some so, goofy ass shit. You're like, really? You're yeah. a CrossFitter? I yeah. If I didn't have that in my back pocket growing up, I would be swimming every day not to look like some of these people. And and water. did you did you excel? Were you on a winning softball team? Did you set any like school records in swimming? Did you excel in any of your sports? Yeah, um, I did actually. I only played them through high school. Um, I had no interest for whatever reason in college sports. Um, went through a little rough patch there, but um, I was all state in softball right away freshman year. And then in swimming, I set some state records back in the day. Um, yeah. Just curious, what were your, uh, what were your like, preferred events for swimming? Oh, it was just the 50 freestyle, short, fast sprint, or the 100 free. Those are the worst. Yeah. I used to swim as well, but the freestyle oh. was my worst stroke, and the shorter the distance, the worse for me. So opposites. Oh, so yeah, it's been fun watching the Olympics though. With that, I forget how good people actually are at swimming outside of CrossFit. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, what position did you play in softball? Um, I was center field, so just ran around. Uh, I was also the first one at bat, so I was a slap hitter. I was the fast one. What does that mean? So a slap I used to hitter? be fast. What does that mean, a slack Slap hitter, hitter they go slap from the hitter. left side. 
you on the left side, just kind of dink the ball into the field of play and then use your speed to get to first base. And, and in starting your freshman year, you were great at it. Yeah. Did you make yeah, varsity your um, freshman year? Really great. Yep. Varsity and then all state. We went to state. Yay. And, and what year did you graduate high school? high school? Yeah, this was so long ago, so I can't really relive the glory days. Um, I graduated in 2008. So. And, um, long, long time ago. You posted this picture on your Instagram and you used a word I don't allow my kids to say. And I let my kids say a lot of words. And it's a, and it's no, a what do I need to delete? <clears throat> no, you don't need to delete it. And um, it, it, you, you may have actually used it um, accurately. We're going to find out here in a minute. Um, my kids don't know. My kids don't know how to use it accurately, so I don't let them say okay. it. Um, it's a picture you posted, um, and it's a picture of you in 2011 next to a picture of you in 2016. And okay. you said, um, "My body. Lo- I I can't believe I used to look like this. This is disgusting." And I don't want to say that it's disgusting. The picture of you from 2011. But I would, are you going to look on Instagram right now? Yes. But I would, I don't think PCs can get on Instagram. I don't think PCs can get on Instagram. And, and I, um, it's, it's unfathomable to me that the girl in that picture from 2011 has a 300 pound front squat and a 350 pound back squat or whatever you said it was. It's, it's a fucking unfathomable it's unfathomable to me that that girl in two years made it to the crossfit games like i i do you see the picture um no sorry oh. i was i'll find it and who who is who, who was that disgusting. who who was that girl and the reason why i don't let yeah, my kids say that we're disgusting is because they'll they'll look at a spider and say that spider's disgusting and i'll be like dude that spider's amazing what are you talking about uh, yeah, so like I said, I went through a little bit of a rough patch, um, had some problems with food and over, uh, over exercising a bit, not CrossFit. Um, so that's kind of why I ended up not playing sports in college. And then actually right after graduating is when I found CrossFit. So it all worked out. So this what is kind of like mean? my redemption. <laughs> How does someone get problems with food? What does that mean? Like you just didn't want to eat, well, you want to be skinny? If I knew the answer to that, I would be so rich. Um, yeah, it's a, a mental problem, obviously. So like a mental disorder. It's just, I can't, I don't know why. It just happens. It happens to a lot of people. Um, and I think that's where a lot of people find CrossFit and they kind of realize that food is fuel. I know that's cliche and cheesy, but um, I know so many people that have kind of flipped that switch. Um, so I'm not sure why it starts, but I'm... I know this can help. I, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to understand it. So the other day, I was I, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday after jujitsu, I take my kids to swimming. And so okay. uh, today's Friday. So on Wednesday, before I, I knew I was going to go swimming, I knew I was going to take my shirt off at the pool. And so I not only I and, and I work out anyway. So but after I after my workout, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do 100 burpees because I'm going to go to the pool after this workout because I'm going to go to the pool today. And I just I don't want to look like a fat slob. And then instead of eating right after, I'm like, oh, I'll just eat after I come back from the pool. So, I, you know, like I don't feel or look fat. Is it like that? And then you just become obsessed about it. Is it just a little spark like yeah. that? Or does someone have to like, no one, like no one ever. It's all, it's all, it was, it's all around my pride and I'm okay with that too. But what happens? It just gets out of control and you're just like, Oh, 
I feel like I look better when I don't eat or I feel like I, and then it, it just spirals and you just kind of become obsessed with getting skinnier and skinnier. I think so. I think it's more of like a control thing too. Like you feel good knowing you can control that part of your life. Yeah. Um, and it might be when something else is not working out correctly, you focus so much on that. Um, and it does feel good to have that control and then also be skinny, I guess. Uh, it's, I, I don't know. It's something where you just mentally go to a different place. And then when you're on the outside looking in again, I, I don't really know how to explain it. Um, it's just something that sucks. It really does. When you're when you're in there, you're so invested in it and you don't understand what you're doing. And, I don't and know. is that is that all you did? You just you would just it was it all just caloric restriction and working out? Yes. Yeah, I would run like 7 miles uh before I'd let myself eat food. So ah, That was a And that's someone who doesn't like to run. Yeah, I know. I'm so sad that that didn't even work in my favor and make me a better runner. And and you like, spend how? And you spent a lot of time um, in a bathing suit in your life, right? Like go, like you said, swimming, going to the lake. So your body's also exposed. You like a lot of your life. Yeah, I think that was uh, the eating stuff was more college based. That was later after swimming. So I don't think that really played a part in it. Um, I don't know. I wish I had answers because then there, we could help so many people if we did, and, but and I just don't know. And how does it go away or does it never go away? I don't know. Um, I actually went and I studied abroad and then um, somehow just let go. I think it – I'm not sure. Something just changed. Where, where did you go study? Um, I went to Australia. So I think uh, there was just so much going on there. It was so cool. I kind of forgot about – being obsessed with me. And um, do you, do you know when you're in it? Are you are you like thinking to myself, I'm doing something wrong. Like I really should be eating more. Or yes it- and no. Some days, yeah, but otherwise, it just um, it's kind of like it's an addiction, I guess. So look at it that way. Like people that are alcoholics, they know they shouldn't have the alcohol, but they don't really care, and it feels good, so they take it anyways. It's the same thing. You deep down, you know, but you just don't care. Was there was there a catalyst for it? Was there? Was, did you do you have the story where the swim coach is like, "Hey, Andrea, you would be so much better swimming if you lost ten pounds." No, nah, my life isn't a movie. Um, there was no catalyst uh, <laughs> big event. I I should make up a story. I don't have one. I really don't know. Yeah, that's 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 yeah. fascinating. And you didn't get help yeah. for it. You just started doing CrossFit. Or, 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 um, or you went to Australia? Yeah, mostly that. Yeah, I didn't really get help. I didn't want it. So, because um, again, you think nothing's wrong, you're fine. So. Yeah, fuck yeah. you. Mind your own business. Pretty much. I yes. got this. Don't worry about yep. it. Yeah, I was uh, over 18, so I wasn't a lot like I could make my own decisions legally. So, yeah, I did not get help except ended up all right. And and then how did you and then how did you find CrossFit? Um, after college, uh, I was actually starting to get a little fluffy, and I know I shouldn't say that, but um, it was what's kind that, of the what's opposite. that mean? Like soft and chubby? Yeah, yeah. Everything was just kind of fluffy on me, so my face was a lot bigger. I could tell, and I was just becoming unhappy with that. 
Um, and then someone showed me a video. They're like, oh, there's this thing called CrossFit, but I really don't think you'd like it. And then that was kind of like a, like, how dare you say that? So I went and tried it just because they said I wouldn't like it. And then I liked it. So joke's on them. But um, that was it. Yeah. Um, the first gym I went to was in Iowa. It was fun. And how old were you? Mm, I think I was 23. Good thing 22. they didn't say to you, hey, there's this drug heroin. It's so awesome, but I don't think you'll like it. And you're like, oh, yeah? I Watch mean, this. yeah, we're Watch really this. lucky it was just CrossFit. Watch this, fucker. <laughs> you're, you're very right on that. And, uh, a lot worse. and tell me about your first CrossFit. Tell me about your first experience in the gym. No detail is too small. I don't even remember it. Um, oh, fast. Remember, I had a full-time job. And it was a gym where, like, they would put a workout on the board, but there wasn't any classes. So it was just open gym, which is really like a great gym. Sounds like a great gym. I mean, it was back in the day. So I'd be at work Googling all the movements and watching videos so that I could go later on and do the workout. And that's all I remember. I know for a while I thought the clean and jerk was the snatch, and snatch was clean and jerk. Had the two confused. Me too. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I... I remember it, like working on rope climbs for like three hours straight, and uh, yeah, that's really it. So, so basically, you, you, the workout would be like Fran, and it would be this thing called thrusters. So you just Google thrusters and be like, "What the fuck is this yep. thruster thing?" And then be like, "And I'd okay. make sure I watched at least like, yeah, I watched like ten videos, so I made sure I was watching the right thing, and then I'd go try it, and I'm sure I looked nothing like the videos, but no one was there to really help me." And, and, oh. and, um, when, when did, when was the first time you hurt yourself doing CrossFit? Like, or did you, did you always know, Hey, I'm going to do, cause you don't look like, or sound like the person who takes things very slowly. I'm guessing like if it said the weight was six, 65 pounds, you didn't scale it. I'm guessing you tried it. I don't know. Uh, I probably did not. I don't know why I have such a bad memory. Um, yeah, I remember actually this one gym after I moved back to Minnesota, they told me it was kettlebell swings and they told me I couldn't do the RX weight. And I was so angry that I drove to a snap fitness instead and did the workout there with the right weight. Did you do it first at that gym or you just left? No, they wouldn't let me. So I just left. Holy shit. That was rude. Wow. So, so it's a class, you do the warm up, then they're getting ready to do it. And you have the kettlebell with the RX weight and they're like, uh, Andrea, you can't use that. And you're like, all right, eat a dick. And you got in your car and went Yeah, because I probably had terrible form. Like I was the worst member. Owning a gym now, I would hate me. But yeah. So I just stormed out of the class like a little brat. Is, is that, um, is that characteristic throughout your whole, your whole, um, like, do you see that characteristic everywhere in, in your personality? I guess. I mean, I don't like being really bad. Um, yeah. I mean, I'll, I guess I'm a, yeah, I'm a brat. Um, that's what you're asking. Do, do you have a, do you have a, a mate, a significant other? Yeah, I've actually been engaged for about three years, but the thought of planning a wedding just, blech. so I'll just probably be. If you watch The Office, I'm just Pam. I, I don't <laughs> I watch it, but you know what? It's, it's so funny. Every CrossFitter uh, that I g- dig through their Instagram has clips of The Office on there. It must be just like – it goes part and parcel with uh, elite athleticism, The Office. And and is it the guy I see yeah. in your Instagram? What What's his Instagram handle? Something Strength, BD Strength or – Yep, that's it. 
That's fun. And, and and how did you um, meet him? I feel like courting you might be like courting an alligator. <laughs> so it was on Bumble, a dating app. Uh huh. Pretty embarrassing. And um, and and how long have you guys been together? Uh, it's been like six years. So and and he lives in Minneapolis. Yeah, he lives also in this house. And and in six in six years, so when you met him, he was stronger than you, and now you're stronger than him. Unfortunately, he's still stronger than me. But if you do the men's to women's conversion, I am stronger on a few lifts. Okay, and um, would that bother you to um to be with a guy who had a two hundred pound back squat by five, and yours was three ten, or would you be okay with that? I don't know. That's a good question. Um, if they were really nice and a genuinely nice person, then probably not. But if they're just like a skinny asshole, then probably. <laughs> it wouldn't work. So, so, so kindness is more important to you than strength. Yeah, kindness or like support. Like right, and he does have a very me in my endeavors. Yeah, and he does have a very nice body. It, it's not just that he's strong. He does have a nice physique. I'll let him know. Yeah, I mean, anyone can go on your Instagram and see him. <laughs> See his body. Um, sure. what, what is he? Did he move to Cookville with you? No. He stayed here. Um, so we have dogs. I have this house. He kind of helped manage the gym when I was there. It's just a long distance. Re- I'm not a very like clingy person, so I'm fine leaving, coming back a few months later. But he must be okay yeah. with it, too. And that- well, he doesn't really have a choice he had a choice but he said he was fine with it um that's a, i mean that was a big commitment by both fine. of you to make this uh that that team it situation was. work last year yeah yeah it definitely was um I, I would come back for like a weekend or two so it wasn't like i was gone like all <clears throat> five months or six months was so it, it uh worked out. and then who or who did you live with or where did you stay down in cookville so I either stayed with Taylor in Knoxville and she would, if I knew she could drive back and forth or this nice lady named Jen that does, um, the mayhem. She's on the media team. She's very nice. So she was fun to live with. I think that they have a lot of, a lot of people on their team that are open and willing to hosting various athletes yeah. when they come in town. Yeah. I think it's just like a normal thing there, which blows my mind. It's like that gym and that empire that they have going on is just amazing. Thank you for calling it what it is. You and I are the only two people who actually call it what it is. Thank you. (laughs) No problem. Being a gym owner myself, it's kind of embarrassing. Like, gee, I'm stressed out managing this, like, small gym, and here there's all of this, and, like, I don't know. It puts things into perspective. What's impressive about it? Just how much goes into it. There's not just, it's not just a gym. It's like the gym, the programming, the bison farm, like the, they have a whole clothing store there, um, that sends out like hundreds of orders a day. I mean, there's just so much going on the coffee shop. There's, I mean, just one company after another, just adding itself to this brand. Yeah. And, and so going back to what Brian said, um, so people know that athletes come and go, and that they come there to train. Mm-hmm. So like like it was uh you were obviously there longer and Taylor was there obviously longer, but people like Samuel and um Royce and they they just they'll come there and there'll be employees who have like an empty room. 
like employees at the Mayhem Empire, and they'll be like, um, Royce, you're going to stay with so and so, and you're going to stay with so and so, and it's going to be two hundred eighty-seven dollars a month to be in that room, and make sure you um, don't throw a tampon in this toilet. <laughs> um, I think they more came uh, because their countries were kind of locked down still. I know Royce came early. Australia um, has their shutdown stuff going on. Same with Sam. It was hard for him to train, I guess, in Canada. Um, and then they are part of the Mayhem family. So uh, it was just nice. They came to also train for a little bit so that we have this like group. So Bailey was also there, who's a women's individual. Um, so having this group train together is a lot, it's a lot better prep for the games, I guess, than just doing it by yourself. So it's a, but, it's a welcoming environment. I mean, if you have the means and you can go there, they welcome you in. And, and, and there's, and there's someone always with an extra room that you can rent. I mean, within reason. Sure. Yeah. Like you couldn't have brought your dogs and in, 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 let's say you had two kids. No. Probably not. But like also you have to be there for a reason. You can't just email them and be like, Hey, I want to move to mayhem for a few months. And you're just some random person. Like there's gotta be a reason you're there. Do you ever, did you ever clean the gym? Uh, nope. No, there's someone who does that. There's I asked gym. before I offered to mop and all of this. And they said, there's people that did Wait, that. Seven, so. are you asking her about while she was at mayhem or in general in her career of owning a gym? No, oh. at, at Mayhem, at Mayhem. Okay. Oh, at Mayhem, no. But do I clean my own gym? Yes, every day. Right now is my cleaning time, and I'm getting a little antsy that I'm not going to get to it. <laughs> um, uh, Andrea, um, well, I went to college at UC uh, Santa Barbara, and I was at this house uh, one night at a party. A bunch of kids, you know, high on ecstasy and weed and drinking and lots of female male courtship. And I was in the kitchen grabbing a beer, probably like a Natty Ice. And I look over on the wall and there's a poster. And it was all of like these major events that had happened in history. And I look over at the wall and it said 1977 or something like that. It was in the 70s. I'll never forget. And it said the first time a Great Dane and a Dachshund had a puppy. And I was... And I was fascinated by that because, first of all, it, it must have been the – first of all, how does a Great Dane and a Dachshund have sex? But two, um, it had to have been the Great Dane as the female because if a if a female Dachshund got pregnant by a male Great Dane, those babies would kill her. They would grow so big – the, the, the puppies would be bigger than the Dachshund. That's a good point. I didn't think about that part. Yeah. Um, do you own a Great Dane-Dachshund mix? Did I hear you I say that? So I think that's what and she can, is. She's a rescue. And can I see that dog? Do you have that dog there? Yes, I do have that dog. Annie, Annie, come here. I have treats. I have a treat. She only responds to food. She's fat. What a um, remarkable mix of dogs. I had three Great Danes. I've never owned a Dachshund, oh. but I wanted one. But what a bizarre. All right, I'm grabbing her. Yeah, no, she's a rescue. So that's what we think she is. But this is a giant wiener dog. Let's put her on display here. Wow, and what makes you think she's uh has, what makes you think she has great dane in her? So also very heavy. Um if you Google the Great Wiener, uh -huh. you're gonna see some shit. But um you're also gonna <laughs> see this dog. <laughs> oh. 
everyone do to pause the show and Google that up right now and then erase your history. Go ahead. But you're also going to see this exact dog and it's what you get when you breed a Great Dane and a wiener dog. And, and what are, does it have giant paws? Uh, her paws are pretty big. Yeah. But you, it's more, it's not as, she's not as big as I would assume with a great, I think, I don't know, more wiener dog than anything then. But that's what she, it was on the, there's a dog show every year and one of my friends was watching and they realized like, oh, that's your dog. So we looked it up. Have you ever seen another great wiener before? <laughs> no. That's the only one. You didn't see any of its siblings? Uh, no. She was just a rescue wandering the streets on her own, alone. So You're just driving no. by and you're like, holy shit, a great wiener. And you jumped out of the car and grabbed <laughs> no. it and put it and brought it in the car. Like, this one's mine. She's like, I, have, I would recognize I one of those on anywhere. If I road, I'd take it. <laughs> no, she was actually a foster fail, so I uh, foster dogs as well on the side. And you kept this one? I did, yes, because who doesn't? I'm, you're, of course I'm going to keep a great wiener. That's so unique. It is. It is. Yeah. Everyone should have one. Um, so <laughs> you're, 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 you're way into pets. That's clear from your Instagram. Like, yeah. You love animals. Um but something else that that's kind of and we touched on this a little bit earlier in your Instagram that's a little obvious is is that as you embarked on this journey with CrossFit, you realized that like maybe you weren't going to have a lot of friends. You were like this thing was going to take over your life, and you were willing to accept that. Is that accurate? Yeah, um, I guess as you, I mean, every phase in life you're going to cycle through friends as you kind of grow as a person. So, um, this is just my next journey in life. And it's, um, I mean, I'm changing and it's something I love, so I'm not going to not do it to keep the friends that I had. So, I mean, I'm gaining a lot of friends that I'm meeting at my gym. So it's kind of like a, just a churn. I always have like the three best friends from middle school. They're never going to go away, but otherwise everyone now is basically just my CrossFit friend. Did you have to say that in case they're listening? Yep. <laughs> just so they know katie just, katie and Allie, you're still my best friends um are you gonna do the team again next year what's the what's the, what's the plan over at mayhem Ooh, hot button question so there were some talks i mean if rich wants to have us back cool let's go taylor and i were actually just discussing yesterday we both thought maybe this would be our last year but it doesn't really feel like it should be so Maybe one more big year. The the way I, I'm picking up the story from watching the games, and this is just you know just from the interviews that they've done with the team um, after you guys win events. Basically, it sounds like from the outside, and I haven't spoken with Rich. It sounds like from the outside that he was done. He he had accepted that he was done, and that he's one of his family members, the Chase guy. Um, always had dreams to be on a team. So Rich was like, okay, fuck it. I'll go on a team with you just to like help you with your dream. And then they, they, uh, it sounds like they recruited you. Like they, like Rich knew that you and Taylor would be the winning, um, you guys would make the soup taste perfect. And so they brought you into the stew and, um, and then they won. But then, and so you would think maybe just from that narrative that you guys would be done. But then in one of his exit interviews uh, at the games this year, he said, well, I'm, 
I think they asked him even, are you going to do this again? He goes, well, I'm not good at anything else. Might as well. So maybe, yep. the, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm uh, not maybe I am making a pre, um, I am making a presumption, presupposition. So it sounds like for sure Rich and Chase are going to go again, but you're not sure if they're going to have Taylor and, um, Miss Nissler on the team. Is that, would that be more accurate? Yeah, I'm not sure who the team's going to be. Um, but there will be a team. I think it sounds like it. I'm even before the games, like a couple weeks before, Rich was starting to like drop, like, oh, next year, stuff like that. So I kind of had this feeling he wasn't going to be done. I mean, the man just can't quit. Um, it's, I feel, I get it. Like, if we're not going to train for something, then what do we do with our lives? What's the point of training? Is, I get it. it. Do you Is it think like it was, that in the gym? Go ahead, go ahead, Brian. Do you think there was any element for him of, of like just the nostalgia of it, of being back out there and doing it again after not being able to do it in 2020? The, hey, like, this Man. show is so informal. Your dog can bark as much as it wants. Don't give it. Don't give She's, a fuck uh, at all. She's barking at another dog going by. She has not trained well. Perfect. Just, don't care. Don't. <laughs> perfect. I love it. Sorry, Brian. Um, go ahead. Go ahead, Brian. Sorry. So I don't. Re- I don't really think Rich loves. So we were lining up for the last event and he looks at me and he goes, I just don't really like the competition part of things. I love training, but I just don't like the competitions. And that blew my mind because I feel like I'm the opposite. Um, so I feel like he, I don't, I don't know what it is. He I said that to you at the CrossFit so games in the final event. <laughs> hey, Andrea, make sure you give it your all. By the way, I hate this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? That's the like, Rich Froning's the, the greatest leader of all of, of the, in the history of CrossFit, and you're telling us that's his that's his hype speech before you go out there. I don't really like this shit. Oh wait, he knows I don't. I don't like hype speeches. He knows that we got to know each other. Like that's that I love hearing shit like that. Um, no, I think too he puts so much pressure on himself um, just because it's Rich Froning. So um, he's an amazing athlete, and it would just. Did, I think it's just a lot of pressure for him. Did he uh did he say anything to you guys or give you guys a look at all when Dave announced um Tia as the most dominant athlete in CrossFit Games history? Or did you guys even see that? Uh I didn't see that, but also I don't disagree with that. I mean well, she's amazing. Yeah, it, she is, but it's I mean, it was an interesting claim for him to make because she has won the same number of titles as Matt, so I don't know how he distinguishes between the two. And Matt's and Rich has a total of 9 titles at the game. So, you know, there's people that that feel like that's a conversation yeah. worth having. So for Dave to just make that announcement, I was just curious if you were with Rich at the time or if you even heard it. And Rich has know, done it but- with so many different people, which which kind of gives him even more um street cred. Not kind of, gives him significant more street cred. Sorry, go ahead. God, you're making so many. That's what she said jokes. Um, but also, <laughs> throw them out there. Go. You you <laughs> you, you start talking this shit. We'll we'll come back at you. Go. Like you know, Dave doesn't really respect teams the way he does individual competitions. I mean, he said it to me before. Like it's um, teams just a way for people like a cop out for them. Uh, so I think when he says that, he doesn't take into account Rich's team wins. It's just his individual wins. So I think that's where he's coming from when he talks about Tia being the most dominant. I mean, I, I we talked about it um, on the show before the games, and I and I 
I do believe that the, the most exciting thing about the team competition is wondering if may, it, it isn't necessarily even the team competition. It's wondering if may, if when, when is Rich going to lose? Do you know what I mean? Oh. You were, so I, it's a pretty fascinating thing going on there. Pretty, it's, it's pretty amazing, right? Yeah, it's cool. I mean, being his enemy for so long, I felt the same way. Like this is the year they're going to lose, but. When they uh, yeah, when, I when, get the excitement over that. Were you were you guys already kind of like a enemies or a nemesis of him before the twenty seventeen games? Or you guys kind of came the next year, I think. So I actually started teams at the games in two thousand fourteen. So I was on team well before Rich. Um one year before Rich. Fun fact. Yeah. Uh, before. <laughs> um No, it kind of started more in like two thousand 18 i feel like was it I don't know why. was it i think the, the other years i was just happy to be there so when they lost in 2017 to a uh, wasatch was that satisfying for you to watch or did you not really care at that point i mean don't get me wrong i was slightly happy um i didn't know them at the time like i just you don't want to get to know your competition that's just my thing kind of um so i didn't know them at the time but like so yes, back in the day, I was happy. Right. Yeah. But knowing yeah. these people now, they're great. And then, so, and then, well, I mean, and also, I'm I'm just reminded of what you said <laughs> at the start of the um, show is that you like it when the competition is close. So like that was a fun year for the team yes. competition because you didn't yeah. really know if Wasatch or Mayhem was going to win, and and then they were just like trading blows the whole day. So it was an exciting competition. Whereas some years on the team side, it's been just a runaway. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's always fun to really earn it um, and not earn it your first day. And then the rest of the competition is just kind of there. So, yeah, it's it's more exciting. And then that 2018 years when is that when? Um, that's the year that Taylor reached out to you and you guys started like mm -hmm. making the OC3 team that people probably are familiar with. That was kind of like, well, you yeah. guys were, the I think, the biggest challenge to Mayhem for at least two years and, and probably set up to be a third before uh, – yeah. You know, <laughs> we had really high hopes for 2020. Like we were positive. That was the team. We finally made this team. That's going to beat mayhem. And then it just never happened. So I'll let you guys decide if we would have beat them or not, but I think we would. <laughs> but before that, in, in the 2019 season, you competed against them at rogue. And obviously some people will have watched that. Yes. And that was probably a pretty special weekend for you. Yeah forgot about that yeah technically we did i only count the game stuff but yeah i forgot rogue was really fun yeah we won that and that and do you do so so you're at the t 2019 rogue invitational and the team that you're on is what oc3 yes yeah and, it was the oc3 team and you beat rich's mayhem team we did um it was heavily programmed for females which was great um and it was just a heavier competition in general, so it worked in our favor. Seven, there was a cool, there was a, a very unique event at that game. There was a tug of war at the Rogue Invitational. Oh, yeah. And so I think... That was actually weird to win. We had the skinniest guys on the field, so... <laughs> so so we your team that. went against Rich's team in a tug of war? Yeah. And you saw Rich, like, come forward and, like, was, was Rich in the back or the front? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, God, I'd start crying if I saw you guys beat Rich in a tug of war. I'm glad I didn't see that. Holy Out of sadness? Yeah, out of sadness. 
Rude. Yeah. Well, I'm just telling you, I would have cried. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you were, and, and, and did you guys, did you guys talk there at that event? No, I, I don't, I'm not a bitch, but in competition, I don't really like talking to the other teams. So I come off that way. So no, we did not talk. And Rich never Rich, like, Rich talked about this actually. Like when the, when you guys were first announced your, that you guys are making this team this year, it was December or January. And you guys had that little video that came out and interviewed each of you. And he said something like that. He's like, you know, these girls are like mean, like a competition. Like they won't talk to you. They give you these looks like whatever. He's like, so I I wasn't really sure. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna, I go harder when I think I don't like the people I'm against. So once I get to know them, if they're really nice people, that sucks. Cause then I don't know. Like if you would have found out Rich had a wiener dog, you would have been like, oh, that fucking ruins everything. Because I saw you holding his wiener dog in one of the uh, interviews. Oh, that's um, Taylor's wiener dog. Uh, Rich has two very cute cats, though, and two very cute dogs. So, yeah, I got to know his animals, and now I really like him and his family, so it would be really hard to go up against him again. Wait a second. Taylor brings her dog to the gym? Yes. She has this little, like, Seven pounds wiener dog. So I, I saw him. He's cute. Pocket. He's so cute. Yeah. And uh, is are there rules about that at the Mayhem Empire? Are you allowed to bring like, like could anyone bring their dog, or do you have to be like on the team? Like you have to have a certain cachet before you can bring your dog. Um, I'm not really sure of the rules. I think hers was out of necessity because she couldn't find anyone to watch him, and it's just a tiny dog. You can just tie him up. You ever seen a dog defecate so in the really- gym? In Rich's gym? Yeah. No. My dog shits in my gym all the time, but that's it. <laughs> I wonder if you shit in the gym at Mayhem Empire if a lightning bolt would come down from the skies, the heavens, and fucking kill the animal. Oh, sad. Uh, it could happen. Honestly, I don't think it would really get noticed or just get cleaned up. It's really not as like uptight as you would think. I mean... Andrew, what was the... Remind me of the guys that were on your team in 2020. Oh, in 2020, that was going to be Travis Williams and, uh, was it, oh gosh, was it Roy? Gonna be? Yeah. Thank you. Roy Gamble. Right. That's, that's what I thought. I wanted to tell you a little, a quick little story from the 2019 game. So the 2019 games, there were only 14 teams there. Those are the, that was like the only super team year that we really had, um, yeah. at the games. And I was talking to Travis Williams before the competition because he told I had um, projected his team below another team, and he's like, "No, no, we're definitely going to beat that team." And he goes, "You don't know enough about the team competition." And he starts telling me about every every team in the competition strengths and weaknesses. And he gets to your team, and so he was not on your team that year. And uh, he gets to your team, and like, those are the two best team female athletes in the world, Andrea and Taylor. <laughs> and then next year, he ends, he ended up somehow on your team. So he must have had uh, yeah. been motivated uh, to get you guys. So it was actually, the he asked us the day the games ended that year. Um, we had already kind of been friends before. We did Dubai with him. So we'd been on a team with him. Um, and he, he was super drunk. We were kind of drinking too. And he's like, hey, let's do a team next year. And then we said, yeah, let's do it. That's that. Was that Travis or Roy? So wasted no time. <laughs> Travis. <laughs> Can you imagine that? So, like, most guys need to get drunk to ask a girl out at a party. This guy has to get drunk to ask her to be on the same team. I fucking yes. love it. Oh, that God. This, he's like, I, I know one more beer, and I'll have the balls to ask her to be on the same team as me. 
And that was that was a really good yeah, team. So. I was there in Dubai watching you guys. Uh, the, I think it was a Misfit P10 performance was what you guys were competing under, mm-hmm. and you guys were were very good. And I was I was pretty um, excited and curious to watch you guys uh, compete and see if you could do it that season. It was a bummer that it didn't happen, and especially then then that the the event that Mayhem was trying to put together also didn't happen. Yeah. Um, anyone who's listening, um, you can go on Bumble. Um, although, uh, Andrea's dating, you can't date her, but you could find her on Bumble and, uh, ask her to be on a team. I don't if think you want. I'm on there anymore. Oh shit. Damn. <laughs> Sorry. Like six years. <laughs> Sorry. You know, so th- this is a, a fascinating thing about you. Think of all the people. I wonder how many athletes have your experience, a uh, misfit, uh, a proven training, um, cadre of insane talent um the mayhem empire nothing needs to be said there think tank training nothing needs to be said there um where else have you have you i mean you've dipped your toe into every uh gold vat that there is where where else have you gone uh no that's just it i started with training think tank then went misfit i still love misfit but then being on mayhem that was kind of uh, conflict of interest, obviously. Uh, so now I'm on the mayhem track. So it's, uh, no, it's not that many three. Well, it's, it's, like a, it's a lot of big, it's a lot of, you know, big names and big brains in the fitness space. I mean, I, I know the misfit guys t- take it serious as a heart attack. I know, uh, Max El Hodge is like a, I mean, I don't, I, I don't even have proof that he's human. He might even just be a computer. And, um, and then, and then the mayhem empire, I mean, it's clear, like they just, they handle their business. Um, and it, it doesn't just seem that they attract talent, but that they, they make talent, right? They, what's that kid there, um, with the gray spot on his hair? Uh, uh, you're talking about Angelo? talking about Angelo. I mean, look at him. I mean, he's, he's, he was made from the ground up. I mean, so. Did you get to, does Angelo still have that gray spot on his head? head? Maybe. I, he buzzes, I don't really he buzzes his like hair that. pretty close. He was close. always at the barn. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's it. The, only, the thing uh, that always amazes me about the mayhem is like all of a sudden Dre Strom, who's their cameraman, comes out and he's amazing. And I think that there's another yeah. guy in their media team that's pretty damn fit too that might be trying to compete next year. Yeah, Ben? Yeah, it's, it's 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 incredible. Yeah, are you are you allowed to say his name? And in all the other shows, his name is always whispered, the cameraman, and then no one says his name. What's his name? Ben? What? Uh, just we'll just go with Ben then. Just Ben. All right. <laughs> yeah, and then you got Luke. Luke's there. Luke Parker. Luke Parker. I, I, I he, he just put a video yeah. up on Instagram. He snatched three hundred five at the in the like vendor village at the games. He said yeah. seven. Oh, he anyone just, can do that in Vendor Village. In Vendor Village, everyone's fifty pounds stronger. He, uh, this guy, he said to. Or I was talking to some of the media team from Mayhem actually, and they told me they're like, "Well, Luke, this guy Luke Parker's been. He did the whole track, like the whole um, build up to the games, training with all the guys there. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I'm not going to let this fitness go to waste. I'm going to go win every competition in Vendor Village. <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. Um. So, so you were away from your boyfriend for six months. Yeah, I was like, yeah, about six months. Is, is that is that hard? You're at you're at an age where, um, I mean, I mean, you're you're 32 years old. You're attractive. He's how old's your boyfriend? Yeah, it's 
32. Fiance. He's 32. He's attractive. Is this like a, is it like, is was there any, is there any jealousy or stress on the relationship? Like here you are trying to train and he's like, Hey, I just watched a video with you. And you know, I saw when you walked by rich, you came within three inches of him. Don't do that again. Or do you have any of that? Like, no, no. Um, like I said, we're very independent people. It's there's trust. It's fine. And you couldn't have that, could you? I mean, that would be a disaster to have a jealous boyfriend, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be horrible. But also, like everyone I'm around is married, stuff. So, no, it's fine. That doesn't stop a I lot of people. Like just so you know. Away. Oh, well, mm. that's that's okay. Uh, it would stop me. So, uh, yeah, no, it's actually I like being pulled away. Too, just because that's then I can focus on training versus like, I don't know, as much as I hate being away from home, I also it was really beneficial being away from home. And your relationship with Taylor seems like the like in a place that it really needs to be. Um, it's basically. Uh, it doesn't seem like there's secrets between you guys. It seems like all of your energy is spent on training and that you guys don't have time to put on a facade for each other. No, uh, me and Taylor are probably, I'd call her one of my best friends. So yeah, we know everything about everything and, uh, we kind of know, I know she's had a really stressful year with school. So we try to help with that. I mean, it's just, um, even in the off season, we talk every day. So it's, it works out really well. We don't really, the only time we try to one up each other is in workouts, try to beat each other, even if we're competing with each other. In the years that I've been on the field, um, and I've been, uh, very, very close to the team competition, um, the, like feet away from them filming, um, I've seen teams like start to like fight with each other in the middle of a competition at the CrossFit Games. Uh, athletes yelling at each other, people getting angry. Um, do you guys have any of that? Or do you guys like, is that, is that all talked about ahead of time? Like, hey, um, we all have to be moving forward. This isn't the time to like get angry at someone for fucking up. Like, or if anyone's going to get angry, it can only be the team captain or like, do you guys have a plan in place for that? No, but I think if you're experienced enough, you know that that's not going to help anyone. So, uh, we don't really do that. Um, I've definitely been on teams where that has happened and it just, that's just the beginning of, of the end. I mean, you're not, nothing good's going to come out of fighting mid workout. So. Uh, no, we haven't had that. It, it, the, um, I, I would guess that when you're, when you're, when you're, um, manipulating the worm, that, that the timing is everything. And that if the person you're adjacent to isn't on the same timing with you, the worm can feel like something you can move easily to something that punched you in the face. Right. And so as yeah. you're. Right. I mean, like literally, like if the guy lowers it in front of you, lowers it too fast or puts it up too fast, all of a sudden there becomes a disproportionate amount of weight on you and it's just draining and slash. It, that's where I would see most of the fighting. I just remember the teams when they would move the worm, I would start to see them like that's where you would start seeing fighting happen in fighting. Is the worm just horrible? Um, no, I think we've done it enough uh, to where you just kind of have this like intuitive sense of when it's going to move and how you're going to move it. Uh, I think definitely at first, like any newer teams, that would be super frustrating. Uh, but I guess we look forward to the, the worm. It's just, you know how the other people around you move. So that's where like practicing as a team is super important. 
Do you, I notice like you you guys are all pretty similar in height. Like maybe there's a three or four inch disparity between the shortest and tallest. And I think it was similar with Travis and Roy also. When you go up, go to competitions and you see a team that has a guy who's six three and a girl who's six one or who's five one, and you're like, oh man, you guys are, you guys are effed. Yeah. I mean, that's not ideal at all. Um, you want teammates that are similar. So similar in height, similar in your strengths and weaknesses. Uh, that really helps a lot just because if you all suck at running, great. You know, you'll do bad at that running event. But if two of you are great and then two of you are weak, then you have two events you're going to do bad at, you know? So kind of that's Travis actually taught me that. And it makes sense. Yeah. I always, I always wonder that when I see these teams at the games and I'm like, I get it that these are like the best athletes from your gym, but man, it just seems like this is going to be a struggle. Yeah. It's not, that would not be ideal. I think Kilo actually. So Colton Mertens, you know who he is, is an individual. He was on a team at the games one year with a girl that was over six feet tall. So just think of that dynamic. I mean, both very great athletes, putting them together on the worm was hard. Do you know Colton Mertens? Um, I know. Yeah. I, we've trained together. Uh, I was on a team from Iowa, so we'd go to Kilo. He'd be there training. We trained with that team. So yeah. Did you ever talk to him? Uh, yeah. And, did. and was he Why? friendly? Yeah, he's super nice. He's very quiet. Very quiet. Very. We've yes. had him on the show twice. I I, I kind of want him to be like always on the show, just like off to the side and like not say anything, <laughs> but his picture up here. Like I would love it if he was just on the show. He's so – I'm fascinated by him. I want him to be like, God, I just want him – I wanted him to win an event this year so bad, and I think he could have won that event if he wouldn't have cramped up. But he's like, I'm so on the Colton Merton – train if travis retires it'll be it'll be a lot if travis mayor retires it'll be so much easier for me (laughs) so i could then just parlay all of that love for travis on a colton but yeah i mean iowa pig farmer turned crossfit games athlete that's a it's a great story yeah and he didn't even turn crossfit games athlete he's still he's a hybrid he's still pig farmer you know what after we interviewed him like uh, the uh, my mom said i hope you weren't making fun of him for being a pig farmer i'm like no i'm fascinated by it because don't make fun of him for that i'm like mom my, even my mom's getting like all, all on the Colton Merton train. I'm like, Jesus Aww. Christ. You stick to Josh Bridges, mom. I'll deal with Colton Merton. He's my guy. Um, when yeah. you, when you, when in that, in that final event, you had to put the worm up over your head and do the lunges with the overhead worm. Had you guys ever practiced that? No, that never crossed our mind to seemed a little dangerous. So no, and never in practice where you're like, Hey, let's hoist it overhead. Um, it worked out, I guess it was really shaky. So no. Crazy. And you guys still killed it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that was a smart move. Yes. Kind of made, I think there were two things they put in that made CrossFit look kind of silly. Um, just because those were the two live streamed events as well. It's like for the outside world to kind of tune in and see us like fumbling around with the worm or the individuals fumbling around with handstand pushups. Um, I feel like I wouldn't have put those in workouts, but. Or or, or, or or maybe not in the final event when the most eyeballs were on it. Correct. Yeah. But I will tell you, you know, we want to showcase. I will, I will, you guys did look, it did not, I thought the overhead worm was great. I thought you guys looked great. I thought the, um, we were talking about this the other day with someone else too. They were saying that they thought that the 
the workout should have been broken up for the individuals, the the lunges, and been in three different sets. But I personally, as a fan, like it because it gives the some athletes who are going to do it unbroken and not put the bar down in transition a time to shine. And some athletes took advantage of that, so I thought it was pretty. I thought it was pretty awesome. And 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 for the handstand push-ups, you guys did that in the teams too. The the no. Just okay. the individuals, but I know that was like on the lives, like that was on the TV, CBS or something. Yeah. I had friends asking me. It made me very, very anxious. I'll tell you that, like that it was going to be a complete yeah. shit show, but they kept the camera on, on the people who were winning and they were like, they killed it. Like, uh, I, I thought they killed it. We, they didn't like have it on like, oh man, sorry, Jason. They did. It's not like they had the camera on Jason Hopper and when they were watching him just like. <laughs> Get crushed by it. They had it on, uh, yeah. what's the guy who won? Mr. Maderos and Pat Vellner, and it was a race to the finish. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was a silly movement, but that's just me. Um, do you, do you try to beat your teammates in every workout? Like, if, if like when you're, uh, when you're swimming with Rich, are you like, okay, I'm going to beat Rich in the <laughs> swim? Yes. Anything. So, like, any, workout we do or if someone like takes more toes to bar i get jealous like hey i want to i want to do just as much work or like if taylor and i are doing a synchro movement we always try to like race the other one so every day is a race yes in a competition with your team do you have kids on the horizon uh, like more dogs? Sure. No, like like you like that guy that that, that handsome guy that you're with, like you guys pull the goalie and then like nine months later you have a baby. Ugh, gross. This is disgusting. Um pulling the goalie no. is disgusting or kids are disgusting? Both things. <laughs> the show's over. This is disgusting. Uh nah. I like animals too much. Okay. And kids seem expensive. They are. Did you get did you get to uh interact with the bison much down in Cookville? I did. They're terrifying. Those are some powerful animals. Uh they have a bunch of bread there that you can always feed them. So like they'll take you'll put a whole loaf, like set the whole loaf like out here and the tongue will just wrap around the loaf and then the whole thing will be gone. They are insane. Yeah. Will you make an Instagram video of that? <laughs> when I go back, yeah, I will. Actually, Please. the world needs to see. Yeah, it does. You, what Very a totally impressive. missed opportunity that you haven't filmed that. And it's got a huge right. tongue. Huge. Like this huge black tongue just comes out of its mouth and just wraps around the loaf. Do you, did you, uh, were you inspired or, or motivated at all by the into the storm mentality? No. <laughs> um, it's, a real, it's a really cool, uh, like how they kind of played that into – uh, training and all that, like how bison run into the storm. Like I get what they're trying to say and it, it's really cool. I just don't like motivational stuff. You find it. I want the opposite. Sure. Or I want someone to tell me I just suck. And then like, I go do better. Oh God. I'd love to hear your conversations with your fiance. Fascinating. (laughs) This dinner is terrible. (laughs) Thank you. Um, you play, uh, were you the prom queen in your high school? No, no, not even close. Oh, cause I saw a picture of you, uh, wearing a, like a, like a, uh, a princess, like, you know, like a crown. And I was like, Oh, was she the prom queen? 
I don't know where you saw that picture, but uh, no, I was not. I don't even know who was, to be honest. Did you go to prom? I went to a, yeah, I went to a small private school. So, um, no, we didn't really place a lot of emphasis on like prom king and queen popularity stuff. I don't really know. I mean, I graduated with a class of like 80, so. I don't know. There wasn't many groups of cliques. Speaking of dangerous moves that make people look foolish, um, you have a video of yourself climbing a rope upside down. Oh, my God. How far back did you go? To the, to the beginning, young lady. To the beginning. Lordy. What, what, the thing I deleted. What inspired uh, – don't ever delete. You should archive. Someone just taught me that the other day. Archive. Oh, I didn't know. Too I didn't late. know either. I deleted so many pictures because they were getting reported, and uh, I should have archived them. Ah, oops. Um, um, why were you climbing the rope upside down? Who gave you that harebrained idea? That's a really good question. Um, I don't know. I actually remember what you're talking about because I thought about it the other day for some reason. It made me really um, uncomfortable. Yeah, me too. Uh, let's just ignore that. I'll go delete. I'll go archive that later today. Okay, okay. No problem. Okay. Don't archive it. Until- I just had a lot of time on my hands back in the day. I don't know. I thought maybe. Just doing silly. Okay. You you weren't drunk? No. No. Just, you were just looking for challenges. You're like, shit, I'm amazing. I need more challenges. I'll climb this rope upside Some, down. Someone probably told her it was impossible. Yeah. Someone, uh, yeah. I, don't I bet know. you can't. Yeah, that is how everything works with her, right? I bet you can't climb a rope upside down. Oh, yeah? Five minutes later, it's on Instagram. <laughs> I mean, you could be right. Yeah. Um, the goldfish off the treadmill. Oh my gosh. That, that was fun. Lo- that also looks very dangerous. Now, f- yeah. did, did your lip actually, did your lip touch the treadmill when you did that? No, you got to catch them in the air. Right. But your face is so, so close. No. Your face is so close to yeah. it. And I'm, I'm thinking no, that's mean, a it- great way to catch, uh, like some sort of like meningitis or COVID or like before COVID well before COVID. So that didn't exist. Um, I'm just joking. You can't, you can't, you can't catch COVID by eating goldfish off a treadmill. I was just joking. Someone, you can't, I'm a doctor. Okay. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I remember doing that. That was fun. Like I said, I feel like I had a lot more time on my hands back in the day. We just fuck around in the gym for hours (laughs) doing stupid, stupid things. I really, I, I thought that was amazing. I thought there was no chance in hell that you would get the, 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 not you, but one of the other girls lays on her back and they launch, it was like Skittles and they launch into her mouth. That's not you, right? That's someone else. No, that sounds fun though. But that, that looked easier than what you did. You caught them like coming straight at you. And that, that looks scary. Like your lip could get, like your bottom lip could hit the treadmill and just suck you into the treadmill, like by your lip. Yeah. Well. Guess we didn't think about that. I was young and dumb. Yeah. So this was, was like five years ago. I know. Isn't isn't uh, isn't Instagram amazing? Mm, no, you go, it's you can go back and just look at anyone's shit all you want. Just to... um, there's a picture of you in Las Vegas doing the jumping splits in front of the Las Vegas sign. Okay. Yeah. Can you still do the splits? Yeah, absolutely. And and how and how long did it take you to get? Why. How many times did it take you to get that? How many times did you have to jump to get that photo? Oh, I'm pretty sure that's just a video, and then you just still shut. Like you press pause. 
Ah, I was really impressed with the photographer, the way they captured that. You got to work smarter, not harder. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no. Born? Actually, Bob took that. Who? Bob, the guy whose body you like took that, so you can give him props. Oh, your fiance. Yeah. Um, you play board games. Yes. That doesn't One. seem that that are, are you the only girl in the world who plays board games? Are there other girls who play? Um, no. What's the game? Settlers, Settlers of, Catan? of Catan. Yes. No, there's lots of us. So one of my other good friends here always plays with me. I mean, we we have a group. There's actually like three of my good girlfriends that play. I think Brian so, plays board games. I do. I've played that board game. Do you play Catan? Yes. Yeah. I actually was really so bored fun. one day, and I watched up. Uh, it was the Canadian World Championships for Settlers of Catan, and they made so many mistakes, I couldn't believe it, that that was the Canadian World Championships. But then I assumed that probably the people who are really good just couldn't get there because of the lockdowns. Probably. Yeah, do you play um, on your phone so you can get really good with the computer? I used to do that. Um, I've, okay. I've switched to a different different game on my phone when I'm when I have time. Yeah. You know who's also really into that is Chandler. We were going to play at the games, but then there's just never a time because our schedules are so different. Yeah. It's got to, yeah. it's got to be either, it's got to either be before or after. There's no way during, I don't think. No. How long but does it take to time. play a game? If you have people who. 45 minutes yeah. to an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. If the people don't know what and they're uh, doing, uh, it, it can be frustrating. But if it's a good group of people, you can get through it pretty quick. I thought it was one of those games that lasted days. <laughs> That's cricket. And, and then, no. and then, and there was, and then there was another game you played too, uh, like the the Oregon Trail. That's when I heard you say Oregon. Oh, Oregon Trail. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, that was in grade school. I think everyone played that, right? No. People around our age, yes. Oh. People around Savan's age, probably yeah. not. No, we played. Oh, you didn't have computers in school. No, That's we right. played Dungeons and Dragons, and we had. We had like paper and pencil and shit like that. You play any Dungeons and Dragons? No. I have played Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. No. Of course you have. And um, <laughs> did you um, do you do you play Settlers of Catan with your boyfriend? Yeah, he plays. You guys open up a bottle of Zinfandel, light the fire, put the dog to bed, and, and start playing a game of Settlers of Catan. No, so you need to have at least four people. That's, so that's the minimum. Actually. And that's Four not necessarily true. I have come up with a version where you can play with two players. Oh. I can teach you if you well, want. Well, write it down. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, Andrea Nissler, uh, really cool. Born in Minnesota, 32 years old. Won the CrossFit Games this year on the team competition. Did it with her best friend, one of her best friends, not Katie, Katie and Allison, but another newer <laughs> best friend. Very hard to become friends with uh, Andrea Nistler. She the um, the window of opportunity for her friendship gets narrower and narrower every day. Um, but Taylor made it in. They they won the CrossFit okay. Games together. Um, super proud of her dad, sixty five years old, doing CrossFit. Um, she uh, huge fan of the Great Wiener. Um, yeah, and all dogs. Did did yeah, and all and all animals. Uh, my final question for you is, um, do you ever, what, when's the last time you've been in a gym that's not a CrossFit gym? Well, I used to have a family YMCA uh, membership, but my parents canceled that like last year. So probably a year ago. 
And and would you ever I go did. in there and just do freaky shit, like put 185 on the bar and like do 10 power cleans, 10 pull-ups, three rounds, and everyone would be like, what the? And it's like one of those bars that doesn't even spin, and yeah. everyone around you is like, what the fuck is going so, on? Yeah, I used to actually go to the Y like once or twice a week just to like... Show off. I don't know why I was doing that. Not, I, don't, I don't even know why. I like the stair stepper, I think, a lot. And also, yeah, I did like... Like going to the men's weight room, men's where and being the only female there, kind of flex on them. Yeah. So yeah, that was always fun. Yeah. But no, I think my days of global gyms are done. Yeah, flexing on people's fun, isn't it? Yeah. Something to I, be I, I mean, about that. I mean, inspiring people. Sorry, did I say flexing? I mean, inspiring, inspiring <laughs> yes, others. Of course. Right? Yeah. Thank you for not doing this on your phone. Thank you for accommodating us. Thanks for the great picture behind you. Thanks for being nice to Brian. The only wall I had that's not a window. No problem. Uh, Mr. Friend, Mr. Friend, would you like to um, say anything to the dog lover, uh, Andrea Nissler? Animal lover. No, She's it's waiting. Good. No, it was great, great getting to uh, learn about you in capacity that's not as an athlete, but also I think, you know, I don't know. I think you sell yourself short a little bit. I think you, you're actually very good as an individual competitor too, even though you might not like it as much. Um, but I hope that you guys come back next year and compete again because it's definitely fun uh, having you guys out there. Wow, Brian great. gave you some feedback. <laughs> I'll take it home and I'll marinate it. <laughs> 